This is Willie Calhoun of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the Rangers Nation podcast. Welcome to Rangers Nation podcast, talking all things Texas Rangers. Rangers Nation podcast is a part of Dallas Sports Nation, providing coverage of all your DFW sports teams. Now here's your host, Texas Rangers blogger, the Recliner Nerd. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Rangers Nation's podcast. I am your host, the Recliner Nerd. Today's episode is big changes. There could be some big changes coming here in the next week, two weeks, couple of weeks with what's happening with the Rangers being just a half a game out of the second wild card spot. We're also going to go down in the bus leagues and talk about all things minor leagues. Spokane is now playing. Spokane is now playing. The Spokane Indians, they're playing. We're going to talk about some of that right there. We interview... Brett Martin. Brett Martin sat down for a couple minutes, just asked him a couple questions. The other night I was there for the Joe Palumbo start. Brett talked to me before the game. An interesting article came out today by Levi Weaver. Um, I'm not going to go into deep detail about it, but a couple of things I read and and, and that we might find because I think you need to go into it and read it if you really want to know what's going on there. But we'll get to all of that right after this. Okay, welcome back everybody to this edition of Rangers Nation's podcast. Today's episode is Big Changes. And the reason I say big changes is because of the possibility of some big changes that might be on the horizon for the Texas Rangers. Now, everyone knows that um, anybody that's watching anything knows that Joey Gallo, Hunter Pence are on the on the IL. And that uh, is about to change because both both of them are out on rehab now. Uh, Gallo has been playing in Arizona. They're both, uh, uh, I think uh, Pence is getting ready to go out, and they're both expected back uh, not too far in the distant future here, uh, not not too far out ahead. They're coming. In fact, Gallo was, uh, was supposed to be back this Tuesday. Now, I don't know what happened with uh, uh, Guzman last night. Guzman got hurt, um, or, or he came up a little limp, limp in there after a, a ground ball he tried to beat out. Um, so I don't know if that, that might call to action that we get Gallo back here quicker, but, uh, expect Gallo back in the lineup Tuesday. And the reason I'm saying big changes and why that could be big changes is because, um, look, there, there's not enough room on this roster when Gallo and Pence come back, somebody's got to go out. Um, I wrote an article this week. If, if for anybody that, that follows me on Dallas Sports Nation, I wrote an article about the odor in the room. It's the odor in the room is what I called it. And it was basically talking about Rugi Odor. I have defended Rugi Odor for a long time. Um, I like Rugi. I think Rugi is an all-star caliber second baseman. But we are not in April anymore. We're not in May. Um, we are at the end of June, and we're coming up on July. This is a guy who's still hitting in the 170s. Uh, he was not playing last night. Danny Santana played second base. Um, I have said all along that the better second baseman on the team was Ruggi Odor. And, guys, I am softening my stance on that. And I have to soften my stance on that. I can't help it. Um, there, there's no way to get around the fact that, that Ruggi is not playing like an all-star caliber second baseman. Defensively, he is. He's making some fantastic plays on defense. And there's just no way to get around that. But when, when you get back, now the, there's guys that have options on the team. You've got, uh, obviously you've got um, DeShields who've got some options that can go back down to the minor leagues. You've got um, Willie Calhoun who started out in the minor leagues and came back. He's got options that, that can go down to the minor leagues. Actually, Rudnett Odor has options. He does have options. But there's a big problem. Um, if you're going to go by who's playing, Guzman has options, by the way. Um, but if you're going to go by who has the options, and who has played the worst, and who deserves to be here and who doesn't, uh, 
It's a very simple answer that Rugi is the guy that has played the worst. His, his ops is the worst. His, uh, I mean, you've got your ops slugging percentage. Uh, you've got your on-base percentage, your average. It's all the worst on the, of all of those guys right now on the team. He presents a hole in the lineup. He's not hitting the fastball well. He does have power when he does hit it. And, you know, that's, that's where he's sitting right now. So the, the obvious answer would be and seem to be that, hey, let's just take Rugi and let's move him to AAA and let him work through this. There's a problem. And Evan Grant talked about it in an article he wrote. I did not realize it till I read it. Um, if you're not subscribing to the Dallas Morning News, you need to. Um, Rugi has five-year service time. Um, it doesn't matter if you have options left. So, so an option in your first uh, years of the major leagues, you, you have three options. That means – any year, um, for for out of those first five years that you're that you're a major leaguer up until your five year that you've been in the major leagues five years, you have what's called three options. And an option means that year, if you you can send someone down to the minor leagues and still rank, still uh, remain in control of that person when you get them down into the minor leagues. Um, but um, if you do it one time during the year, you can do it multiple times. You can do it five times during one year, but it only counts as one of your options. So it's basically you can you can do it. For three years, you can send them up and down um, and still regain control. That all that all stops when you have five years service time. So let's say that you make the major leagues at 21 years old like Elvis did or 20, and you don't ever get sent down. Um, you're just playing great and doing good. Um, you still have those three options, and Elvis had three options all the way up until he had five years full service time. Then he still had options, and in fact, technically – um, he's passed it now because he's been 10 years. He still had options after those five years, but um, Elvis never played bad enough where they ever even considered moving Elvis down. He did struggle a little bit, but it wasn't this bad. Rugi has options. He still has one more option that he could take. The problem is he's got five-year service time. That came up, as Evan pointed out, at the end of May. That came up, and so what that did was that meant that in order for him to go to the minor leagues and accept an option and an assignment down to AAA to work things out, He's got to accept it. So he's got to be on board and accept the demotion to the minor leagues, but they can't force him to do it. And if he says, no, I do not want to go to the minor leagues, I don't want to take a pay cut from the millions of dollars you're paying me a year, then the Rangers can't do anything about it. Their options are a couple of options that they can do. They can designate him for assignment, and that means they're still on the hook for all the money that he's guaranteed, and then he can go get picked up by someone else. Um, who might take a flyer on him, especially since he's going to play for the league minimum for them while we're paying him the millions of dollars. Or you can bench him uh, and do that, or he could accept an assignment. He's not going to accept this assignment. I don't think any of you would, would enjoy your boss coming up and going, hey, I can't force you to do this because I don't have the ability to force you to do this, but um, I want to demote you and, and, and you make less money. If you say no, there's nothing I can do, but would you mind doing that? None of you would do it. I, I don't know anyone that would do it. I wouldn't do it. I'd be like, no, I'm sorry. If you're not going to fire me and you're not, you know, and you can't not pay me the money you owe me, then no, I'm not going to take a demotion and I'm not going to like make less money. And that's just, that's just the reality of, of how this works. And that, that's the world of baseball. So Rugi is guaranteed that money and he's not going to go down. I, why would he? I mean, you got to put yourself in his shoes. Why would you do that? Yes, he wants to work his way out of it, and he's not doing it right now. So that that means if Rugi can't be sent down, 
management and ownership, I promise you, are not ready to shut the door on Rugi. They can't. They're not ready to eat that money. He may not deserve to play, and we're in a and and the Rangers are in a playoff hunt right now. But they're not going to they're not going to eat that. Uh, not now. They're not ready to eat that money yet. So that means someone else. When Gallo comes back, somebody else has to go out. And right now, the likely candidate's probably going to be uh, Guzman, Ronald Guzman. And uh, I mean, look, he's playing. He's not playing great. Uh, uh, Guzzi ain't playing great. He's he's great at first base. He's struggling a little bit at the plate. And that that's really the only option the Rangers have at the moment is to is to do that with Guzzi. And so once that comes back, then you got Pence. So when Pence gets back, there's another big decision to be made. And so when because you can't leave Pence out of the lineup with what he's done. He pulled that uh, that growing, and he's about ready to come back. When he comes back, one of the other two again, you can't see you can't send Odor down. You're not going to get rid of Santana. The two likely candidates after uh, after Pence is ready to come back would be either Logan Forsyth, who's struggled a little bit lately but still playing well, or Delano DeShields, who, by the way, or, or Willie Calhoun. Willie Calhoun isn't going anywhere. He's, he's going to be here the rest of the year if he keeps doing what he's doing. So don't plan on Rugi, I mean, uh, Willie Calhoun going anywhere. So you're probably in that situation where you're looking at Delano as the Shields again because Logan Forsyth, you have no control over him. If you DFA him, he's gone. He's not going to accept an assignment to AAA. He's going to go. Someone will pick him up. He's played good enough that he'll go play somewhere else. And you don't want to lose him because he's been very versatile. He can play first base, second base, and shortstop. He's the only backup shortstop on the team. Santana's done it and played it. But uh, Forsyth and Cabrera, I guess Cabrera is one, but Cabrera doesn't move as well over there at third base. Hey, Cabrera's another guy that hasn't played well. And uh, he, he's really struggling right now. He's, he's hit some bombs. but So this is an interesting big moves that could be coming up here in the next week. Now, last night, Guzman got hurt. It looks like so that might be something where he goes to the IL, which would keep him you know, at least making his major league salary. Um, and they wouldn't have to waste the option on him. They would still have the option if they can do that and bring him back without having to send him to the minor leagues. Um, and they could re- they could regain that option for another year if they needed to. Um, I think he's got he may have a couple actually. I have to look that up. But uh, so you know, um, it, it, guys, it, it, it's interesting, and, and I don't exactly know where you go with this um you know you could try to go with a uh, seven man uh bullpen because we right now we go with an eight man bullpen so you, uh the rangers could go with an eight uh the rangers have an eight man bullpen so i say we a lot i'm a big fan too so a lot of y'all know that and but i guess they could go to a seven man bullpen but uh chris woodward sitting in his office the other day uh kind of alluded to the fact with with no real concrete starters um, that are besides Miner and Lynn who are eating up innings, it's kind of hard to not have that extra arm out there. So that you know, if you if you have the if you have a seven man bullpen and not an eight man bullpen, that presents the fact that you could bring back Pence and keep Willie and uh, keep uh, uh, DeShields up here. But uh, you know, I, I don't think the Rangers can afford to do that. They're going to need that extra arm in the bullpen until they solidify something and get something in 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 the uh, get 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 somewhere get something. Uh, some starting pitching in here and, and and do that. So 
anyway, big, big, big changes coming uh, right there. And so we, we might as well be prepared for it. This is going to be some big moving and shaking going on, and we'll see how this plays out. I know that everyone is on Odor. They think Odor, Odor needs to leave. I tend to agree. Um, I'm, I'm at that point where I think he could go down and work in the minor leagues um, and really work on it, but it ain't going to happen, guys. It's just not going to happen. He's not going anywhere. So you might as well face it. I think the next logical option is Danny Santana is going to – Danny Santana and Forsyth are going to start seeing more playing time at second base, and I think Ruggie's going to be coming off the bench more. Uh, maybe against a good right-hander he'll be playing, um, trying to get himself hot, and he might be coming in. Look, well, you, look, if you've got Jeff Mathis coming up in the ninth, the only guy hitting worse than Ruggie, if he's coming up in the ninth inning and you need a pinch hitter off the bench, um, Ruggie might be someone that you waste that at bat on. Um, honestly, and and you know he's he's got a chance to to maybe do something there. He is hitting better than than Mathis, and uh, you know you can always trade out and put uh, Federich in in back at catcher to to come in for for Mathis, or if you know if he's gone and we've got Connor Felifa back or or whoever they do that with catchers sometimes. Anyway, so that's the big deal. That's what's going to happen there. Um, you know, we there, there's a couple of interesting things that came out. Um, Levi Weaver wrote an interesting article that came out today uh, about the minor leagues, and uh, I, I want to kind of discuss that for a second. Hey, guys, this is Nomar Masara from the Texas Rangers, and I'm listening to the Rangers Nation podcast. So uh, Levi Weaver uh, wrote an article that came out today, and it, it was called Growing Pains, and it's why the deload program failed to prevent injuries and what the Rangers are trying now. So if you don't know anything about the deload program, this is where the Rangers went into this uh, program that they started where these high school pitchers are coming in. So it was mainly aimed towards high school pitchers, and when high school pitchers are coming out of, uh, coming out of high school, the, the Rangers have shut them down basically, and they're, they're putting them on a nutrition thing they're, they're trying to build up arm strength do that um, and I'm not going to go into in-depth things about the uh, article because honestly I don't think it's fair to do that because uh, Levi makes a living doing this um, and he, he and the athletic is a pay site and I pay to get that privilege um, and I don't mind it I pay to get the Dallas Morning News I pay to get the the uh, athletic I pay to get my MLB I pay for the app so uh, all of that stuff that I get there and, uh, and and Jeff Wilson's over at the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. I mean, these guys, that's how they make their money. There is no, there's hardly any print anymore, so most stuff's done digitally. But I wanted to highlight some of the things. I had the unique pleasure, and I've gotten to know Levi when I'm working the Ranger games. And this guy's just genuine good dude. I mean, it's really interesting. You're going to really love his story. We're going to talk to him. Um, he's agreed to, to come on and talk. We're not going to talk baseball. I mean, he talks baseball all the time. You get to read his stuff there. We're going to talk about Levi and some interesting things he's done in his life and all of that. But this this was interesting because, look, I've always had the take. My take has always been that I thought a lot of the Tommy John surgery issues that were coming on, that that's what this article was basically alluding to. They did this deload program, and uh, they took three top pitchers in the first five rounds of 2018. One of them was Cole Wynn, one of them was Mason Englert, and one of them was Owen White. Uh, all three were highly touted, signed above slot. They were they came in, they did this deload all through 2000, summer of 2018. They didn't really pitch against anyone, and then uh, two of them started out this year in spring training. And before before they got to the beginning of the season, two of them had to have Tommy John surgery. Now you can't actually attribute that to what happened with the deload program but you've got to take a deep look and levi did some in-depth reporting on this and 
I'll tell you right now, you need to read this. It is pretty interesting, and it goes to a place where um, there could be some fingers pointing different ways. And and he did it very professionally. He didn't throw anyone under the bus. Um, some people weren't willing to go on the record, but that's all I'm really going to say about it because, quite honestly, I think that you need to listen to it. I mean, I mean I'm sorry, you need to read it. Um, and, and, and you need to pay to read it. And I'm, I don't come in and give away people's stuff for free all the time. I can tell you that it's interesting. I can tell you that it, it's, it's, it's pretty eye-opening. And I want, I want people to, to, to support these guys. You really need to support these guys. And I want you to do that because I'm telling you right now that that, that is – what he wrote was, was pretty eye-opening. One night we were walking out uh, – after the game, and it's very rare. So you got to understand, when we're done, these beat writers are usually having to finish up copy. They're trying to get it out. I'm not. Uh, I don't have to get copy out. I don't, I'm don't. i not I'm not getting paid to do this. So I usually can get out the door before them, but there's been a few times that Levi's uh, buttoned it all down and went home to finish up what he was doing because uh, he wanted to get back to the family and all of that. Because, look, you get there at 1 o'clock in the afternoon to do work, and then you're leaving at midnight after everyone's done and you've talked to somebody. I get it. You're trying to get home. Even for me, that only does it four or five times a month. I mean, I, it, once it's done, I'm ready to get on out and get home. So we're walking out to the car. He was talking with Yusef that, that, that writes for The Athletic. They were talking, and I'm just walking with them, and I'm listening to the conversation. And, and he mentioned about some minor leaguers that he was trying to get to talk, and he couldn't really get many answers out of them. And I have my own opinion about why that was. But uh, So I, I just kind of mentioned that, wow, it sounds like whatever you're writing sounds good. And I and I said, I'm not prying. I don't want to know. And he wasn't going to tell me. That's not professional. He's trying to get the story out, and he doesn't want anybody uh, beating him to the punch. And so, uh, But uh, I, I knew it was coming, and I was looking forward to it. And, man, now I know why he was being uh, that way. You guys need to join The Athletic. You, you need to read this thing. It, it's pretty – it's good. So anyway, uh, when I was at Pal- the last game I was at was Palumbo's uh, second start, the one that he really had a problem with. And uh, I want to go into a uh, something here that I, I got to sit down with uh, uh, with Brett Martin. Brett, uh, he's the guy that I picked to be the uh, Rangers Rookie of the Year. He, I knew he wasn't probably going to make the team out of spring training, but I figured that he was going to get here because of what, the, what he did last year. And Brett agreed to sit down and talk to me just for a minute, a little fun. And let me tell you what, this guy's genuinely just a – he's a sweet kid, man. He's a nice guy. He had a big old grin on his face the whole time. It cut a little short at the end. I meant to thank him for coming on, but uh, they were kind of getting pulled away to meetings and stuff. Um, uh, we're, and we were having to get over to uh, where Woody was about to do his – uh, thing in his office, but uh, listen to this and listen listen to Brett, just a good guy and all of that. And uh, this is Brett Martin uh, last Wednesday. Hey, it's Reclining Nerd here. I'm with Brett Martin of the Texas Rangers. So, beginning of the year at Dallas Sports Nation, that's who I'm blogging for. We did a uh, kind of predictions for the year. I don't mean to put any pressure on you, but I listed you as the Texas Ranger Rookie of the Year. So, you have to. You have to fulfill that so I can win some bets okay. there, all right, when that right. goes forward. But honestly, I know that the goal this year was to get up here. Yeah. It probably happened a little sooner than you expected. Tell me how it feels. It feels uh, really good. Um, you know, yeah, like you said, it was a lot sooner than I expected. Um, but just it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, and having you know, Pete Fairbanks here and Jeffrey Springs, guys that I played with in the past, it's, it's a lot more enjoyable being able to hang out with these guys. And it feels just like any other season. It's just normal. We're up here to have fun. and. And we're winning games right now. We're all we're playing really well, so it's it's a lot of fun. 
So before last year, you were a starter and then moved to the bullpen. How big of an adjustment has that been? Uh, it's pretty big, but uh, I found a routine that I think that works for me. Uh, that was the biggest thing is making that adjustment of being a starter and having that five-day routine to being a reliever and, and having a routine that you got to be ready every single day. And I think the first time I was up here, I kind of struggled a little bit with getting that routine down. But once I, once I got sent down and got in a groove again and then came back up here and still continued that routine and, and continued to feel good every day. Is there a certain pitch count or something you're used to? Like I could go every day as long as I'm staying within a certain count or is it so many pitches and then give me a couple days? Um, it, it just depends on, on how many I've thrown the night before or what they need. I mean, I, I feel like usually – for the most part, I'm, I'm good to go just about every single day, okay. depending on the night before. Like, I mean, there's times where I've gone out and thrown two – I might have thrown two innings and thrown 30 pitches. Like, you know, that next day, maybe not. I probably could give you an inning or a hitter. But okay. – um, and then there's times where I went, you know, a few innings. And those days, for sure, the next day I'm done. Yeah. I'm, done. I'm not going to throw the next day. But, like, the night before and last night, I mean, so far today I feel really well. I haven't thrown a baseball yet, but, I mean, we'll see. I'm sure if they needed me, I could go an inning today. So, did you play with Joe at all, Palumbo? Yeah, I did. We played together in 2016 and part of 2017 before he got hurt and went to rehab. And um, just knowing him through spring training and all that, he's actually one of my, one of my best friends. So, um, it, it's fun to see him up here and him get to do the, do the same thing. Well, for the first time in a long time, the organization has a lot of strong pitching below, and you guys are all kind of coming up together. For Ranger fans, this is exciting. So, what group up here is – who all have you played with? Uh, Pete Springs, Colombo, Calhoun a little bit this yeah. past season in AAA. Played with Connor Falefa in 15. Um, let's see here. Homegrown talent's nice to see. Huh? Yeah, it is. Um, Guzzi played with him in 2015. Yeah. And Samson when he was on his rehab stint the last couple of years. So that was Brett Martin. I really appreciate Brett coming on and talking to me. Um, that was that was really awesome of him to do that. And uh, so they got called into a meeting, and then we went in and talked with Woody. So um, anyway, that's the part that I was talking about with the big changes, big moves. Listen, we're going to really get heavy into some uh, some trade deadline stuff coming up when July gets here. It's it's time to start thinking about what the Rangers are going to do. Start trying to listen for uh, Newberg's really big on the trade deadline and, and what's going on there. I know that Evan and uh, – Evan Grant and Levi and uh, TR will probably uh, they're have, they'll have their nose to the ground, and I'll report on what they're seeing. I, I, I'll be around there, but I don't have the relationships. No one's going to disclose anything to me. But these guys might be able to pick up on some stuff, especially with with uh, Levi and Athletic. Uh, he's got Ken Rosenthal. That guy's, I guess, every front office GM in baseball must just keep him on speed dial. He's the one that usually breaks every trade that's happening. Um, but what we want to do now is uh, I do want to go down into the bus leagues. Let's go down in the bus leagues, talk about the minor league system, what's going on right now, um, and uh, and where they are. And, and the Spokane Indians have started playing and started out really hot. And so let's get down there, see where they're at, and uh, let's finish this thing up by going down in the bus leagues. This is Ryan Doro of the Texas Rangers, and you're listening to the Rangers Nation podcast. This is Ryan Rillard from the Frisco Rough Riders, and you're listening to the Rangers Nation podcast. 
Okay, let's go down in the bus leagues and let's talk about everything minor league baseball right now down in the bus leagues. Spokane, the Spokane Indians have started their season. Uh, they have started out great. I mean, look, they've played nine games. They are 7-2. and two. They're in first place in that Northwest League. There's a lot of names getting to know um, that are young. One of the names I know that, that we want to watch out for is David Garcia. He's the young catcher. I think Newberg's high on him. He's out of Venezuela. He's a young kid. Starting out, he's only hitting 250. But, I mean, this is this – is, this is the Northwest League. He's just getting started. He's only 19 years old, um, but apparently defensively he's an amazing catcher. we got to watch for him. Last year, one of the top picks, Jace Easley, he's uh, uh, one of the – I think the son of Damian Easley. Uh, anyway, he's he was drafted in the fourth or fifth round last year, and he's starting out at Spokane. I think he played in Arizona all of last year. Um, so good thing to watch there would be Spokane and where we go. Remember Garcia that we uh, – uh, I imagine that Spokane's going to be influxed pretty soon with the, the top three draft picks. Garcia, probably you'll see some time over there. John, uh, Young, Josh Young from uh, Texas Tech uh, who just got knocked out of the College World Series. So I don't know that – you know, that might be somebody that we see end up there. Probably going to start out at Arizona along with uh, Winsett. Uh, the guy, the kid out of Baylor, the third baseman. He's another one that we took in the in the in the compensatory pick, um, and I imagine that he'll be at Spokane at some point. They think he might move over to second uh, second base. Um, he might move over to second base. Uh, uh, David Wenzel. I'm saying Wenzel. Wenzel. I think that's how you say it. But he, he's the one that's out of uh, Baylor. Anyway, they think he might move over to second base. He. he uh, anyway, so that that's two people to watch going over to uh, play at Spokane by the end of the year, maybe even Hickory. Uh, you might see those two, uh, Wenzel and, and Young, might end up at Hickory with Garcia. Um, you know, I don't know with a pitcher. He's, he's had a big load. He was amazing in college. He was 10-1. and one. He had a, like a 1.91 ERA. Uh, he was All-American, um, everything as a starting pitcher. He was the Friday night pitcher for UCLA Bruins. So we'll see where they end up. Now, so uh, both the Class A uh, class A, Class High A, and Double uh, A are starting their second half of the season. Uh, Hickory's two and one; they're tied for first starting the second half of the season. Uh, Down East is one and two. Now that's the team that had the best record the first part of the year uh, with uh, close to. Uh, 50 wins, I think, and and they they had a, in all of baseball, they they had the the best record. They're starting one and two now. They've had a few promotions. Uh, they still have King that's pitching for him, the really good pitcher King John King, the left-hander. Uh, but but Barr, Jason Barr, has been moved up to Frisco. He had a great night last night. Went five innings, no runs, struck out nine and in five innings. Um, not known primarily. I asked. Uh, I asked uh, Morris about it, and he said he didn't didn't think. And Teppin, they he's not really known. Teppin can't wait to see him. He wants to see him in person. Uh, that guy's like a scout. I've said that over and over. Uh, but Tavares, Leody Tavares got moved up. He went three for four the first night. I think last night he ended up going zero for three. But uh, he got moved up to play outfield for Frisco. Uh, Frisco started their first half. They're two and three. The first five games, uh, they barely lost out. The first, the first half, they did not win uh, the division. They were winning it most of the year. So they do it in the minor leagues. They don't do it like they do here. You do playoffs by who wins the first half of the year and who wins the second half of the year, and those teams make the playoffs because because of the way that they move them around. So because um, so many people get moved up and down and it's usually not the same team uh you know by the end of the year with all the promotions and demotions and who's let go 
So that's what uh, you're you're expecting to with Frisco. They're two and three starting out the second half, but you'll see a few new faces. I wouldn't doubt if Anderson Tejada ends up there. I don't know. I don't. People seem to. I kind of thought Doro might be somebody that would make it back up here, but uh, people think he'll just stay there and finish, and then he'll definitely be up here uh, next year. Um, and then uh, Sam Huff, uh, probably one of the top minor leaguers this year, that's really just stepped up. Uh, just crushing the ball. He's got 20 home runs. I think Sam maybe end up at, at, at Frisco by the end of the year, but we'll see. They're not gonna they're not gonna bring him too quick. Now now Nashville has not finished. They're still 30 and 44. They're five and five. Their last 10. Uh, Joe Palumbo, who made the start, he kind of got rocked there in uh, Texas on Wednesday. I was at that start. Um, you know, look, he stood up and faced everybody. He just wasn't quite ready yet. He's you, you have to learn to make adjustments. They were sitting on his fastball. He's got a great fastball. Do not look at this and think that Joe Palumbo is still not one of the top people that the Rangers see in the future. And it, believe me, if they didn't, if they were not still in love with Joe Palumbo, he would have gone back out instead of Jesse Chavez, who's about to make the start for the Rangers. They would have thrown Joe to the Wolves again. They saw they don't want to ruin uh, Woody said it. They don't want to ruin his psyche, although I, I think judging from Joe and knowing his dad, I think Joe's got a pretty strong will. He, he, he's a battler that would do it. But you know what? The Rangers are going to protect that arm. It's too valuable an arm. So they're sending him to Nashville. I think this is a promotion demotion. That's what John Daniel called it, a promotion demotion. He's going from Frisco. He is now a AAA pitcher um, where he will face former major leaguers throughout the league. This is a lot better situation for him. He needs to be there working his way. He will be here again by the end of the season. I can guarantee if he keeps doing what he was doing, he will be here by the end of the year. And they're gonna, they've are gonna they got a plan for him. You, you start adjusting. If people are sitting on the fastball now, they know that's what's coming. He's got to locate that changeup and get that changeup going really well. Um, that's obviously something that he's got to do, and he's, he throws that curveball. So he's got three three good pitches. The changeup's the one that, that they really want him to gain control of and get, get a hold of that changeup because when you're throwing a 2,500 spin rate on your fastball and you're not afraid to bust people inside and do that, when they're sitting on it, you throw that changeup. So a changeup looks like a fastball. It spins like a fastball, only you grip it different so it comes in. If you're throwing 94, it might come in at 87. And five, six, seven, eight miles an hour difference is huge. And then they're out in front of it. They're not squaring it up because they're having to load uh, for that fastball. And uh, when they're loading for it, and all of a sudden it comes in seven, eight miles an hour uh, less than his fastball, then they're out ahead of it and they don't get good wood on it. And they end up, and that, that's how you strike out a lot and how things happen. He's got that backdoor slider and, and curveball. I don't know if he throws a slider, he throws a curveball for sure. Uh, but he, you know, that's where they've got Palumbo. They see big things for him, and that's why he went down to Nashville. So that's down in the bus leagues. That's this episode of, of, uh, of, of the Rangers Nation podcast. Um, Look, I want to thank everyone. I want to thank Brett Martin for coming on with me and for all of y'all that listened to this one. Uh, Levi Garrett, uh, Levi Garrett, the, the chewing tobacco. Yeah, that's who I'm talking about. Levi Weaver, who's obviously been really, really nice to me in that lock, in the locker room and in the press box. Uh, it's fun watching him and TR and Evan work. These guys are 
true professionals. Levi's going to come on. Evan's agreed to come on, too. Uh, I'll get him on at some point this year. Um, but for all of y'all that have been a part of this one, last week we didn't do it because of the, um, uh, the Father's Day, and I had kids going to camp. I had to run them to camp and get them there uh, and do that. So it was just I, I knew Sunday was going to be hard for me to get it back out. We're back on schedule. We'll be doing them every Sunday. I appreciate everyone that, that listened to this one. And like I say, at the end of every episode and at the end of every article, I ever write nerd 